Today was a very exciting milestone. I finally hit 100K followers on TikTok after kind of stalling in that 97, 98, 99,000 range for quite a while. And I actually thought it would be fun to share with you guys the principles that I personally believe finally got me over that hurdle. And I know this might sound really specific, but I do believe that embedded in these learnings are lessons that could be transferable to any area of our lives. So I'm going to share with you guys some of my takeaways from reflecting on especially the last few weeks. And when I say what helps me get there, I don't mean strategies or tactics. There are probably hundreds of people out there who talk about TikTok strategies and how to optimize for the algorithm. I am not creating that kind of a video. Plus, I've actually created videos before that were a little bit more strategic and tactical. So you can go back into my archives in the podcast to find those videos on how to become a content creator, how to get started on TikTok, answering your questions in a Q&A episode on TikTok. This one is going to be a little bit more about foundational principles that I feel are again, transferable to other types of work. In order to share the principles that I think got me to hit this number, I should share some context. I started creating content in late September of 2021. The first three weeks I was posting basically multiple times a day every day, but I was not doing any business videos because I just kind of got started on TikTok, not really thinking I'm going to become a creator. I'm going to become a business creator. I'm going to monetize this. I was just thinking, I just want to learn how TikTok works. This is fun. I'm just going to do it. And then because I was posting every day for three weeks and not really seeing a lot of traction, I started to feel frustrated. And I thought, you know what, if I'm already going to be doing this for me at the time, it was a hundred day challenge. If I'm already going to be doing this hundred day challenge, I might as well create the content I wish I could see more of in the world. So I'm going to start talking about female founded businesses. So I started doing that. And then it basically immediately worked, especially because I kind of used pop culture and celebrity brands as you know, Trojan horse to get people interested. I found this formula pretty instantly after I started creating business content that worked. And I really doubled down on that formula. I mean, for a whole year, I created a lot of content around direct consumer, venture capital, e-commerce, celebrity brands, influencer brands. Like that was my bread and butter as a creator. And then something kind of scary started to happen sometime in late October. That's when I started to realize, oh, this formula that I found for talking about D2C brands and celebrity brands is actually actually fairly aligned with me, but increasingly I'm feeling called to be even more myself and share more of my vulnerable, authentic truth and journey with everyone. And I started to feel that and I repressed it and I was scared of it and I panicked and I was like, I can't do that. That doesn't make any sense. This is the formula that works. I don't want to jeopardize what I've built so far and people are not going to get it and it's going to be confusing and I'm scared. So no. And then because I was denying this sort of whisper, this nudge within me, I started to feel increasingly disconnected from this formula that had been working, but I was still churning out that content. But weirdly enough, I noticed that the content started to perform less. I have this hypothesis that people on TikTok and people on the internet in general, but especially on TikTok, the way the algorithm is designed, I have this theory that what people respond to is, yes, the actual substance of what you're saying, but it's more the energy of how you're saying it, the enthusiasm you bring by just being yourself, by being passionate and excited or nerdy or funny, or when you are uninhibited in that way and showing up as yourself and bring that passion to your content, I believe that people can feel it and that's what they respond to and that the topic or the actual content itself is secondary. That's actually advice I was giving to other people and I do give to other people and increasingly I was starting to not follow it because I didn't know what else to do. I kept creating this content even as I I was growing a little bit more disenchanted with just doing this one formulaic format. 
yet I didn't know how to diversify and I was too scared to be more authentic or include anything that was a little bit more real. And so for probably a few months, actually, I was just stuck in that limbo. And I've kind of alluded to this in some of my recent content, but I haven't really, I think, shared it this explicitly before. And I even started to pick up my pace of producing content because I kind of slowed it down for a few months while I was trying to figure all this out. I picked up my pace the last few weeks, just wasn't getting anywhere. And then I really just started to feel like, okay, you know what? I really don't want to cater to the algorithm anymore. I don't want to be thinking about what's going to hit. I just want to tune into myself and ask, what is the message I want to share? What do I actually have to say to people? What do I actually care about? And how do I create the thing that afterwards I'm going to just feel so proud of having created? And that's not to say I'm going to abandon the business content or the analysis content, but how do I just incorporate a little bit more of this real stuff so my followers who've been forming this beautiful community around me can also start to just see more of the real me, right? So I started to become a little bit more willing to embrace this new approach of not worrying about the algorithm, not thinking about how it's going to be perceived, just tuning in to identify what really wanted to come through me, basically, and putting it out there. And then if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's not up to me. My homework is to just do the work that I'm feeling called to do, that I'm feeling inspired to do. I just want to create the stuff that feels good to make. I want to say the things that feel good to say, that feel right to say. That was the intention. That doesn't mean as soon as I had the intention, I started to do it. In fact, I don't actually feel like I did it until this video that I posted yesterday that started to get traction, that hit 30,000 views as of a few hours ago, and has been the first video that I've ever posted where I felt like I was truly just showing up as myself, which is a crazy thing to say considering how many videos I've created over the last year and some months. I'm just not one of those people who's just really relaxed on camera. I'm just not. I see those people and I envy them because I don't have that. I overthink everything. I feel like I get really awkward and I'm just not feeling natural. But this video yesterday, and it's not like it was this crazy special video. Again, I don't think it's always about the topic or the content or the substance of the video. I think it's about the energy of the video. I think it's about the relaxation and ease and authenticity that people can just feel in the energy of how you show up in the video. What's funny is I felt that. I was sitting in my car. I was sitting in my little Prius. I was thinking, oh, there's this comment. I want to respond to it with a video. I tried several times to do different angles of that response. And then I thought, okay, this is not really working. Let me just take a minute to be present, to be still, to take a few breaths, not even a full meditation, but just like a 30 second, maybe even a 20 second meditation. I really did that. I think that was maybe the first time I've ever done that. And I don't think that's a coincidence. And then I grounded myself and I created the video and then I put it out and I felt good about it. And also what was interesting is that my mom, who's so sweet, texted me a few hours later and she was like, I love the recent video that you did. This is the most authentic you've been on TikTok. And I responded and I was like, that's actually completely true. That's exactly how I feel. I feel like this is the first video where I've been really authentic. And she was pointing out, you seem so relaxed and at ease. And it was just so wild to me that she could see it. Obviously, she's my mom, so she knows me better than anyone. But it was interesting that you could see that even through the video. And the reason I go into so much detail here is because I personally believe that every little thing is packed with potential lessons, these little things can be actually very meaningful, very symbolic, and that we can learn a lot from even supposedly trivial or, you know, small moments. And what I personally take away from this is that it's okay to share my message. In fact, increasingly, it's more important than ever to share my message, especially because I've started to feel that nudge 
And so once we start feeling a certain kind of inspiration or nudge or pull or whisper, I think it means that it's really important to follow it at that time. Otherwise, it's going to start to get louder. And also the consequences of not following it either externally or internally are going to start to feel more acute. That's been my experience. Now that I am starting to have this feeling of, hey, just be more of yourself. Yes, talk about business, talk about brands, but also share your heart with people more. I feel like the sign is, yes, keep going. This is good. This is actually having the impact, the deeper impact that you want to have. So I think that's part of the takeaway. I think the other one is just the importance of being myself somehow we can get into this trap, especially I think when we're creating content, at least for me, where we assume that we have to try really hard to get people to like the content and what we have to say and how we say it. But actually it's almost this effortlessness that is the most magnetic. It's easy to forget that, especially for me, because I tend to feel awkward on camera. This is a nice reminder of that for me. And finally, I think the important thing here is just trusting what wants to come through. And this applies to content creation, but it also applies to just any kind of work, any kind of idea, project, creativity, art, major pivot that wants to happen that you feel called to make anything. When there is some kind of inspiration or some kind of nudge, it's okay to trust it. The other reason I didn't want to share some of this content on TikTok is because because I felt like the things that I'm really excited to talk about, I feel like some of my close friends get it. I feel like my mom gets it, but I don't feel like most people will get what I'm saying. I feel like I won't be eloquent about conveying what I'm actually trying to say. I just don't think it'll land. I think people will take it the wrong way. I just had all these preconceived notions about, you know, my content being a little too esoteric or a little too out there or weird. And then I was so pleasantly surprised by the unanimously positive feedback in my comments in response to this particular video, which was basically about if you want to get unstuck in a certain area of your life, you need to heal your old stuff and you need to ask yourself what part of you is still holding on to that old thing. And that was the video. I thought they would either completely ignore it or think it was weird or take it the wrong way. And I was getting really in my head about it. And I was so struck by how incorrect I actually was. And what that tells me is don't assume. <laughs> and also trust what wants to come through. Trust it wants to come through for a reason because there will be a receptive audience there or something will come of it or it just wants to be created through you and the outcome, the performance, the reception is not your business. And I hope that you, whatever your experience if you're maybe thinking, oh, I wish I could create this kind of a project or create that kind of a business or say this kind of a thing or share that message. If you have something that you want to express or do or make, but you're not sure if it'll land or if you're not sure that people will get it or like it or it'll be too weird, just give it a try. Just dare to create it and surrender the outcome and just see what happens. And at the very least, you will have had the satisfaction of creating that thing. For me, the breakthrough is not external. For me, the breakthrough that really happened today is not about the numbers. It's about the internal stuff. And it just comes back to this idea that I keep sharing across these different podcast episodes, which is when you take care of the inner stuff, the outward stuff takes care of itself. When you do the inner work, when you show up the way you feel called to show up, when you let what wants to come through you out, that's when the other things just fall into place. The numbers, the views, the virality, the opportunities, the income, that has been just the repeated message that I've been getting over the last year and a half in all these different ways in real life evidence. Let this be your sign that if you take care of the inner stuff, if you honor yourself, if you trust that guidance, 
if you follow that little nudge, something beautiful might happen. So with that being said, I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. I hope this was helpful. I will see you on the internet.